0: I like to show people and um, like that you can play in different ways and it still be kind of valid. And I think yeah. because, like, well, I like to think that I'm I'm, I'm quite good. That when I play, like, I, I play well as well. I'm not just playing nonsense. I'm I'm trying yeah. to kind of play different types of music, and that's what we do in the Chili Pipers as well. As we play pop music and rock music on the bagpipes, but we try to do it in a way that's that's good. And we're trying to kind of show that you can do it.
1: But I'm talking to Ross Miller, a bagpiper from Glasgow. But it's so great to meet you here on Zoom.
0: No, yeah, thanks for having me. Nice to meet you too.
1: So, tell me, where are you based?
0: Yeah, I'm in Glasgow, Scotland.
1: But tell me now, um, where did you? When did you start playing the pipes?
0: Uh, I started to play the pipes when I was seven. So that's. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one years ago now, and um, I began to learn in a small bagpipe shop in Inverness. Actually, um, my family moved up to Inverness when I was around five, um, five or six, and we we lived up there for a couple of years. So I was I wasn't allowed to start playing. I was I was badgering my parents to let me learn the pipes, mm-hmm. but I wasn't allowed to start playing until I was seven. That was that was the rule. Um, I think they'd asked people like you know if they could give me lessons and they said not until he's seven so I was like oh my yeah I think it was a size thing I think it was a size Ah, thing with your fingers and Hmm. um, things and maybe a concentration thing but uh, Mm. I still think seven's quite young but I think like these days anyway I wouldn't really start people until they're maybe a bit older but um I think that I think I think I was so keen that they were just, like, oh, we'll just give it a try and see. And, and, and maybe he'll get over it, I think, was maybe the thinking.
1: So, yeah, I Yeah, it's a very traditional instrument in in Scotland. Yeah. Is it? What exactly was it that attracted you to the instrument?
0: Yeah, I think it's well. Yeah, it's the. I think it is the official instrument of Scotland. I think, mm. um, and I think that um, yeah, I, I saw it at a. I saw a pipe band playing, or I saw numerous pipe bands playing at like a local galladay or like festival celebration in um, in Linlithgow, where we lived before, and where we moved back to after Inverness. So we went Linlithgow, Inverness, Linlithgow, um, and Linlithgow is near Edinburgh, central belt. It's a commuter town for Edinburgh and Glasgow, but it's closer to Edinburgh, and um, they have yeah Galladay and then there was the tattoo in, in Edinburgh as well. I yeah. used to go to the tattoo each year um, until until like until I got a bit older. But I used to I had a castle and stuff, a toy castle that I used to make pipe bands march in front of when I was young. I remember really? doing that. So I don't uh, know. I think so it was just strange. a bit a, a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it also comes with the whole uh you know the band and the, the 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 uniform and and everything so it's very that very much that staging of it so do you think that's also something that, uh you know that you liked or that you enjoyed watching
0: yeah i guess i was just attracted to the whole kind of thing of, i want to do that yeah. i want to march in the band wearing those oh, no yeah, clothes like yeah. i had i had uh, i remember having i think it was maybe the um the millennium they had um like a cutout in the newspaper which had like the hats that you would wear it's called the glengarry and they had like a cardboard you could cut out the glengarry and wear the oh, glengarry for the for the millennium yeah. i remember having one of them um and then um, my across um, the across the road neighbor um an older guy had been in the army and he had like a proper one and he gave me that to wear when i was when i was young there's there's photos of all this Um, which which get which my parents take great pleasure in digging out every so often
1: yeah (laughs) but that's so sweet and and you know that's it's part of the whole uh sort of thing about it isn't it you know that it's um and that it's so part of scotland i mean we associate it uh, absolutely with scotland Mm. yeah no for sure yeah when you started taking lessons now was it easy to find a teacher
0: Uh, I think at that time, because we were in the Highlands and we were in Inverness, which is like the kind of central point of the Highlands, I think it was okay, like that was, I don't think the only teacher, but certainly the kind of like, there there was a shop, I remember it was a shop in like a kind of market in the middle of Inverness and the shop was still open, but I would go from say like four till five on a Tuesday, I don't know what day it was. And um, like people would come into the shop to buy things as I was doing the lesson, like in the middle of the shop, it was a oh, tiny little shop. Think, yeah. it's, um, the, the shop still exists actually. And the guy mm-hmm. who taught me originally still works in the shop. So I've seen him a few times mm-hmm. since, but um, but yeah, I think that um, up there, but certainly then down here, it wasn't in the central belt of Scotland. It wasn't nearly as popular as it is as now. There's there's great kind of schemes on the go now in schools um, kind of big initiatives. There's a, a um, trust called the Scottish Schools Pipe Band Trust. That um, their mission, I think their their overall goal is to have a pipe band in every school in Scotland.
1: Wonderful.
0: Um, and, but I think it's maybe kind of changed every local authority or kind of, you know, every cluster of schools. But they, they're putting lots of money into particularly kind of more, like less likely areas, I guess, um, which is great for people like me who have who've graduated and looking for teaching jobs as well. And um, there seems to be more and more of them coming around, which is, which is great. I think certainly when I was growing up, it was either your local band that you learned with or there was like a, a good player in the area who was teaching. But um, certainly there was there was it was just coming into schools when I was kind of going through school. So like there, there was a piping tutor in the council that I um, okay. went to school in, but I I wasn't like it wasn't my school that got it. So I can I got brass lessons or you could get string lessons, but there wasn't piping. But um, certainly there is there's piping now, but not and still not in the school that I went to. But in the area, certainly, and I used—I got like they called it exam support. So as I got older, I got lessons from that teacher because I was doing exams in the pipes as well.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so it's getting more popular
0: now. I would say so. I I think I think it's the most popular it's ever been the world over. The the access to Zoom lessons at like this or. like the access, as I say, to, I guess it's, the world is more connected. You can fly around the world and play the bagpipes a bit more easily than you than you could even 20 years ago. So um, I think it's more accessible to people. I think, you know, the, the market is wider for people who play, people who teach, people who sell products related to bagpipes. I think it's larger than it's ever been. As I say, there's more people learning in school. I'm not so sure the conversion rate Is so is so great in terms of the amount of people who start playing and kind of get any good, (laughs) but it's it's still very much like this to in terms of competition in terms of things. But I think the sheer volume of people who play the bagpipes must be the biggest it's ever been.
1: Well, it's actually also uh, great that children have this interest, even like you say, even if they don't follow through or they don't, you know, become professional musicians but I always believe even if they do play it for a few years it makes them appreciate the music so much more you know so because they understand what it's about and so you know maybe that's that's not a bad thing
0: no, no, for sure. I, I think, yeah, I think anyone who plays it, and I think it's the same with any instrument that you learn, it's just not, it's, it goes to the bagpipes, but if you, it, there's the whole discipline thing, there's the whole kind of concentration thing, learning a new skill, like reading music, things that you might not realise that you would use, but you might even appreciate like pop music more, you like, can understand it a wee bit more because you've got a bit of a deeper understanding than someone who, say, hasn't learned an instrument to, to any level yeah. as well
1: but now you said you played uh, brass instruments as well and and then the pipes as well what what is the main difference there would you say um
0: well, i guess well so, yeah I, I learned so i learned pipes outside of school and i learned brass as i say in school and they do they do this thing called the aptitude test which i i, I don't know if, if if i like it or not but it's like are you going to be good at an instrument when you're like 10 so we um you have well certainly the way it worked for us was we, we had to do a test um, and basically it was like the teacher would clap something and everyone would clap it back and they would sing a note and it was like is it higher or lower and, mm-hmm. and things but um, yeah it's uh, so it, so they, 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 selected, um, they, they selected this group of people to play brass and I got selected because I already played an instrument for three years by this point so like I can, and have had musical. I had musical skills, um, and yeah, it was something I wanted to do. So I, I learned to play the trombone, um, and I guess you're asking about how how different they are. And uh, well, the, first of all, the the trombone doesn't have any kind of like solid things, So like it's like a trumpet has. Like you do this shape and it makes mm-hmm. this noise. You do this shape, and it makes this. Noise. And like the bagpipes have. If you do this shape, it makes this noise. And it makes it, if you do this shape, it makes this noise. Whereas the trombone, it was like if you go this far. Oh makes. yeah, of course. so yeah. there's a yeah. slight so difference there. Mm. Yeah, it's completely different. You you like use a different kind of embouchure, and um, also like the music is. I would read bass clef for trombone, and I would read treble clef for for pipes. Mm. But I think that helped overall in terms of my understanding of music, but also it just helped keep them separate because it's completely it's two completely different skills. It's not. There's no confusion. It's not like trying to play the accordion and the piano or I don't oh, yeah. know. Yeah. The, vi- the violin and the cello.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like at that age particularly. So it was, it was fine. So yeah, I was a bit older and I could kind of separate them a bit as well.
1: So did you all always knew that you wanted to do it professionally?
0: I think so. I can't really remember when. I think certainly as I became a teenager, I was like, um, this is gonna like you know I don't want to do anything else. I, I couldn't think of anything worse than flipping burgers and and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and McDonald's yeah. <laughs> or anything. Not that, not that that's not viable, but uh, for, yeah. for me, I was like I want to to play the bagpipes and no. and it was specifically the bagpipes. Like I didn't want to be a trombonist or I didn't want to be like a singer or anything. I wanted to play the bagpipes as as my job, and um, then I picked my subjects in school based on that. Um, I knew what. Subjects I required to get in to, I wanted to go to the conservatoire in Glasgow to play. I was like, I'm going to go and do that. So I just, I, I had to get three hires, I think, for that. So I picked ones I knew I was going to pass and things like that. And, and music, it allowed me to focus on just playing as much pipes and as much music as I could whilst I was growing up, which is which is really good because a lot of my friends at the time and I guess still <laughs> didn't really know what, what they wanted to do with their life or how if they wanted to do it and I was just like well, I just want to play the bagpipes and it's still the yeah. case I just want to play a, like you know there, there's lots of things that go with being a professional artist as you know or like a kind of um, musician or whatever and it's like all the kind of admin and invoices and business stuff it's like I just want to play the pipes like I, yeah. I, I, I,
1: <laughs> but, but do you did you play in a, in a band also you know or in an orchestra
0: yeah so I play I played um, in a pipe band all like i still play in a pipe band um mm. whilst i was growing up i played in the Bog Hall and bathgate pipe band and um, which is which was the local band to to my parents in the Um and they've just won the world championships actually
1: wow um Amazing. in august
0: but i i, I left about I know eight years ago or something mm. maybe seven seven or eight years ago but they've got a junior system so they've got like um, you know, they kind of it's like a teaching thing, so you, you it can build experience. So there's like a novice oh, level, and then there's a juvenile level, and then you can go into the the premier band, which is the band I'm talking about. Um, so I I worked my way through that. Um, at the same time, and uh, I also played in the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland as well, which was it's like a, a kind of like National Youth Orchestra thing. And it's like all the the best pipers if you like under the age of twenty five would would play in this band um, and you'd represent your own competing band but this was just for concerts and just for kind of promoting bagpipes so um i did that as well for for many years and then as i say when i moved to glasgow to to study at the conservatoire, i moved i played for a couple of years in bog Hall and i was traveling back and forward but i ended mm-hmm. up moving to a band that was based in glasgow and it was the inverarian district band and um we were very fortunate to have a very successful time since then um, we've we've won all everything you can win uh, multiple times
1: amazing Amazing.
0: um so from a competitive piping point of view competitive pipe bands that's Mm. that's kind of that that's what i learned to my trade if you like
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah so you think it's important for for somebody who plays the bagpipes to be in an orchestra
0: uh, I don't think it's crucial I think it gives you I think, but I do think it gives you like skills that you can use in other ways and also it just gives you like um you know it, it gives you the kind of discipline and like, for for me the reason I still play in the band because you don't get paid or anything like that to play in a pipe band it's like it's like a hobby it's like a an amateur football team you, think, you pay yeah, to yeah, be yeah. You you pay to be in it. You pay to go. You give up your time to go, and we practice a lot to get to the level to required to win these competitions. So, um, yeah, I, um, I would say that I don't know. I I would say that um, it's really important to play to play in a pipe band because that's what As I say, I I play yeah. in it because it allows me to keep my level up. Like mm. I pride myself on being very good, even if I'm playing. Just myself for like the welcome of an event at some hotel in Glasgow oh yeah as like a kind of just a a Friday night welcome piping job in the freezing cold like I still try to make sure that I'm playing the best I can Mm. and I think playing in a pipe band gives you that mindset of like I've got to be good every time I play or I'll not get to win the competition or I will not win the competition that kind of thing Mm. um which I guess is I don't know if that's positive or negative but (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, but it's but but are you very competitive
0: yourself? Yeah, I think so. I, th- mm. I think I think it makes you um, competitive playing mm. in a pipe band. It's it's like a sports team. Um, like it's not really musical. You play. You pick the music based on it's an adjudicator based thing. You pick the music based on what the adjudicators are going to like. You know what the other bands are playing you try and pick things that are going to make you stand out from the crowd and it's the same you do solo piping competitions as well it's the same oh, for okay. that it's, there's mm-hmm. like a kind of league system for that so you've got to try and gain the edge you, you practice more than the other person or you you buy the best instrument so you've got the fastest car kind of thing or whatever oh, okay. Um it's, it's all this kind of thing but yeah I would say that like I'm very competitive I take it very seriously and I pride myself on trying to be as good as I can be all the time mm-hmm. even as I say even if I'm not Play in a competitive environment.
1: But now, and you say now you don't get paid for playing in an, in an orchestra. But now, as a bagpiper, how do you make your living? I mean, you you do smaller gigs, or or how do you do it?
0: Yeah. Well, currently I'm a full time member of the Red Hot Chili Pipers, mm-hmm. um, so I I tour I tour the world playing bagpipes, and um, so I get I get paid. To, to do that um, yeah. and aside from that I've got a Kaylee band which we play for dancing at um, weddings and events and also as I say you can I can I like do personal piping gigs where I pipe outside somebody's wedding or an event at a hotel or kind of a corporate function or also teaching as well Um okay. you can do workshops yeah. with like with lots of people or just kind of individual teaching. And I do all my teaching at the moment on Zoom as well, oh, okay. or, um, which is why I'm used to maybe stuff going wrong and having to grab a different oh, okay. <laughs> laptop.
1: I <laughs> understand that, yeah. But um, but also no, not nice that it's becoming more popular so that there are more people being interested in in learning to play the pipes.
0: When, when I first started... Uh, when I first became a professional, if you like, when I graduated or whatever, I um I did lots of teaching. That was my main kind of income. I went round to schools. I had three or four different kind of school jobs across the week, and I did lots of private. I had like twenty or twenty five private students like in the evenings, um, which was quite a lot. And then I would do the kind of weddings at the weekend and things. And then over time. Because as I keep, I keep saying, like I want to play the pipes, especially whilst I'm young and I, I guess I don't have like official responsibility. I don't have any children or anything, so um, I want to play. So I've kind of swapped that ratio over. Now I do. I've got five private students, and I've I just just play other than that, just what whatever will have me.
1: <laughs> well, I see on Instagram, and it's great because I mean, this is how I found you. Is that? You know, you do a lot on your Instagram page to to sort of introduce people to the to the bagpipes and the music and so on. So do you do that specifically, um, you know, sort of to promote the bagpipes?
0: uh, uh I, I guess that's got to be part of it but it's, it's more i guess more selfishly it's to kind of promote myself in terms of yeah. like this is what i do this is this is who i am this is kind of like i feel like you know i i've kind of developed this kind of i guess the kind of showmanship of it all it's like i think people have got this image and you kind of spoke about it at the start so like, bipipes have got like you know you must be wearing a kilt and you must be smart and you must be up and down the kind of uh, feasible that that's the kind of competitive thing i'm talking about that's that is that's a, a thing and i do that but i think i like to show people and um like that you can play in different ways and it still be kind of valid and i think yeah. because like well i like to think that i'm i'm, I'm quite good that when i play like I, I play well as well i'm not just playing nonsense i'm, I'm trying yeah. to kind of play different types of music and that's what we do in the chili pipers as well as we play pop music and rock music on the bagpipes but we try to do it in a way that's that's good and we're trying to kind of show that you can do it because there's plenty of terrible versions of bagpipes playing rock tunes and and i've probably been part of that myself kind of growing up but it's like playing with other people and they but like i think if you if you play it well it kind of elevates it again and hopefully it's inspiring to a young person or, or an older person who wants to play the bagpipes, they can be like, Oh, I can do that, but I can also do that. And I yeah. think that's, that's important. And that's why I've, I don't have even got that far back, but I've been doing Christmas, like silly Christmas videos for the last few years um, on, on my like kind of social channels where like I'm playing Christmas tunes on the bagpipes, which is a thing, but like, you know, it's, it's that thing of when you play a song, like you know what the song sounds like, but there's no words, and you can't stop on the backbeat. So you, if it's like yeah. deck the halls with bows of holly, so that's that's how you'd sing that. But if you play, it, it's like da, da 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 It sounds completely different. Yeah, yeah. Arguably, and it's on this instrument that only has a certain the part, It's only got a certain number of notes. They're always the loudest thing in the room. There's all these kind of issues and it's about trying to kind of get around these issues and play, play something entertaining and recognisable for people mm. as well. So I've been doing that for maybe the last three years since COVID, I guess. and um, I, I spent a bit of time. I spent the whole month of December locked in this room at this computer trying to make but I, really? Like make silly, silly but videos. I love and,
1: it. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm dressed up as Santa, running around my house, like playing the bagpipes <laughs> and things. And, um, but, you know, but uh, I love that. Um, yeah,
1: that's it's it's great that. And also, I I mean, I've been looking for you know uh, bagpipers to interview as well, and and I've been coming across many pages, and I was actually surprised because I didn't really realize that you. Do certain genres with the bagpipes? You know that you do play different genres and the pop music, and it makes the bagpipe sound so much different, or it makes this association with the bagpipe so much different. And uh, and I love that.
0: Yeah, no, I I think there's I I think as I'm saying about more more and more people playing, and I think that is well of course I would to said that because I play in the band but I think it's down to bands like the Chili Pipers I play in that's mm-hmm. been going for like 20 years I've just joined in the last year or something I'm not taking any credit for the idea or anything but like every time I go and stage with that you see young people in the audience like wow I want to do that and like yeah. I use it in the first like when I was teaching in school and things it would be the first lesson I would get the kids to all play We Will Rock You just be- oh, because wow. it's, it's easy it's, it's only yeah. like four notes and you, you can teach them in the first lesson, which means they can go home and they can play it to whoever's at home and they can be like, look, I can play a tune on the bagpipes first week. And they're like, I want to learn how to play another tune on the bagpipes. And then they come back and they, it's like inspiring them instead of being like, right, we're well, today we're going to learn how to play all of the notes yeah. in that kind of old school way of, unless you're really keen and into it. Like I was like, you're seeking it out and you want to play. Like, I think if you're going into a room and saying, right, we're all going to play the bagpipes, you can't be like that. You can't be like, you know, really harsh and really kind of traditional about it. You've got to try and find different ways of engaging everybody with it. And you know that they're not all going to play, but at least they're going to try and they're going to be maybe a bit excited about it rather than, as I say, taking that kind of harsh approach, which,
1: exactly, like, yeah.
0: you know, yes, it'll make them better. Yes, it'll get them good. And you can do that once you get the ones who want to do it. But I think from an initial point of view and getting people in the door into the music as well. And, you know, I post these silly videos with a view to people finding my actual music that I spent time and money on. Yeah. <laughs> but, and being like that, oh, there, there's Ross did that silly bagpipe video, but, oh, there's him playing pipes with a kind of, like in a folk band and well, that sounds really good. Oh, I like that. I'll listen to his album on Spotify. That kind of, you know, oh, I might book him to play at my event or my festival and then it kind of goes it goes that way rather than and rather than being like here i am and i'm standing playing the bagpipes on a hill like you know and i know people will like that and i get that people you know you're especially overseas people like that because it's that idyllic idea of scotland but it's like this is scotland but like with a twist perhaps
1: yeah and i like that you do that because sometimes i think um and it comes when when children want to play an intru- instrument immediately this formality around the instrument and if you can break that and you can just get them to start enjoying then you can like you say the the ones that will go on and play more professionally but there are some children that just wants to play and and want to enjoy it and not want to take it so seriously and we have to accommodate them as well. It's it shouldn't just be either you do it professionally or you don't do it at all.
0: No, hundred percent. I think I think as musicians and as I guess I think it's, it's when you when you play at a kind of high level, you kind of expect everybody maybe like a kind of naive approaches. You expect everybody to want to be as good as you or like yeah. like it as much as you. And I think that was a very quick learning process for me, when I, I I've taught for quite a while now actually, but like when I first started teaching, it was always people who like had sought me out for lessons, or they played in the band and they wanted a bit of extra help from somebody who was a bit better than them. So I would teach them, and that's how I kind of learned to teach. So everybody who I'd had as a student always wanted to play and wanted to get better. So you could go for like we do it like this. You have to practice that, or you're not going to get better, and you're not going to reach that level. Let's play in this competition. Let's play in this band. Like that's. That was always what I did. And then when I got thrust into this school position, I thought it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be like, everyone wants to play. And then it was like, here's the whole class. They're all going to play the bagpipes. Or like, you know, here's 10 people at once are all going to play. And you're like, immediately you're like, well, here we go. And I like taught them the same way. And I was like, they could just see them being like, well, who's this guy? <laughs> so I had to change my style and change my kind of approach to it and decide that it didn't matter. I'd just wanted as many people as possible to have experience playing the bagpipes and not push for this level. And afterwards you can start to push for the level, but I think just, yeah, the level, like, you know, you have to drop your bar a bit, you know, yeah. it was like, it started off as like, you have to know 10 tunes to be able to play the bagpipes. So when we were playing, the, so I should say, when you learn the bagpipes, you start on an instrument called the practice chanter, mm-hmm. which is like a, a small quiet instrument and, and then you once you've learnt a certain number of movements and tunes and kind of melodies, you you move on to the, the full instrument. And the finger patterns are the same, but you add the the, the rest of the, the instrument. Yeah. So um so yeah i had lots of people playing the chanter and i used to be like right you have to learn 10 tunes to get onto the bagpipes and then it became nine and then it became eight and then it became oh, okay. seven you know and i was like i was yeah. getting i was getting pressure from above as well because they would bought all these bagpipes and they're like we want a pipe band why is there not people playing bagpipes and i'm like mm. well it takes them you know getting 20 minutes a week or half an hour a week and they're not practicing and it takes you know it can take two years to get people on bagpipes. I'm like no no it has to be quicker it has to be quicker so uh, i had to drop my standards Mm. Like quite quite drastically in order to get people on bagpipes. And then once you've got them, you can then kind of work on them. Oh, yeah. But it's mm. it's like, you know, it was trying to get them to that. So so you could just have like a bunch of people in public playing the bagpipes, like, they don't care what it sounds like. It comes back to as you say, it's what they look like or oh, yeah. the kind yeah. of overall perception. It's like here's here's mm. a, a bunch of people from this area or this school or whatever, playing the bagpipes mm. together. Like we've ticked a box, we've done a thing. Fabulous. Which which is great. I, I think that's good, but also you know it, it maybe yeah. that is what I'm saying about lots of people have the ability to play, but maybe not to a very high level because that's happening all over the country.
1: Yeah, and maybe that's why some people don't like the bagpipes because of the you know that it's not played correctly. So that you you're not used to yeah. you know if you don't have that standard, then the bagpipes the music yeah. uh, wouldn't come. To you in the way that it's supposed
0: to. Yeah, well, for sure, and it's the same as anything. If you hear someone play the violin badly, you go, "I don't like the violin. The violin sounds terrible." Yeah. If you hear somebody really good play the violin, you're like, "The violin's amazing." And it's the same. Mm. And especially instruments like that. Like if you if you play a piano, you play the note and it sounds like the note on the piano. If you play Mm. the drums, you hit the drum and it sounds like a drum. I don't know. To be good at these instruments, you've obviously got to be able to play them really well. I get that, but an instrument like The violin or the the bagpipes where you where you produce the note as well like it doesn't matter how good your your instrument is if you it's like it doesn't matter if you've got a ferrari if you can't drive yeah
1: yeah yeah (laughs) exactly
0: so um so yeah there's a bit of there's a bit of a bit of that about the bagpipes you you wouldn't believe how often people say if you're playing at a wedding or something they go oh you're, you're you're good you can you can play and it's like well like I thought, that's what you would expect. Yeah. You know, you've paid, yeah. you've paid, you've paid me to be here to play the bagpipes. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. like that you're surprised that I can play the bagpipes. <laughs> but I, I think it's because, um, yeah, I think it's because people, yeah, you know, people, as you say, even in Scotland you hear terrible bagpipes, really? and around the world you you hear that as as well, particularly because because people have not got the knowledge; they've just bought a set of bagpipes on the internet and. Being like, I'll be able to play that.
1: Yeah, you
0: know, I watch a YouTube that, video on how to play
1: it. Yeah, and then it's the, also with the with the whole uniform. With it's that uh, that idea that that makes you a bagpiper.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: But yeah. now, Ross, tell me what what is uh, what are the wishes for you? What What would you like to do still?
0: Well, I would just yeah, I like to continue to play the pipes. I just want as many people as possible to to hear me play play the bagpipes or kind of be introduced certainly i would like to inspire people to play the bagpipes as well and um i would like to play i don't know some some big some big gigs i don't i don't quite know what but i would quite like to play some kind of like stadiums and things like that I've, i've done like the rugby stadium here and things but it's as a part of a pipe band i'd like to play like either as part of like a band that i'm in like a kind of smaller band like chili pipers or my own thing i'd like to do something like that where it's like or yeah i guess people coming to see my band as opposed to just like being at an event that people be, like being thrust upon people
1: oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, there's really something nice about people coming to see like you know we, we do lots of concerts as i say all over the world and people come to see our band which is amazing like, which is different to me than like you know, playing at an event where it's like you are there to play at the event and somebody's yeah, at yeah. the event, they're getting bagpipes thrown at them. Mm-hmm. So I think just more of that as much as I can. I've, as I say, I'm, I'm bringing out some some new music. Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't think I did say that. But the Christmas things, I'm bringing out a Christmas single but on Spotify and things. And hopefully some people listen to that. And as I say, because it's on Spotify and stuff, like right below that will be like my kind of music that I've got I kind of like the traditional stuff that I've kind of produced and then next year I've just this week actually finished recording um two new tracks as well for that just to try and kind of build a bit of promotion again, again of my my own thing of like my own kind of artistry um it's just like some tunes that I've written and things and oh, so put it com- together with a band and things
1: so you compose yourself
0: yeah, I, I composed tunes for for, for the bagpipes. I guess it's it's in a traditional style, so it's like the, within the, the kind of parameters that were were set. But yeah, I've, I've written a, a few mm-hmm. like different kind of melodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as I say, I've got an album um, that came out in twenty twenty with a band on it and stuff, and then using some of the musicians that did that and some different musicians that I've met along the way i'm releasing some some new music as well and hopefully it's a kind of modern take on the traditional bagpipes and as i say a bit of the gateway to that will be the kind of christmas thing and a bit of the kind of playing stuff that people recognize on my on on my my social channels and things trying to get people in the in the door
1: <laughs> so um the music the recordings that you did they're all available on spotify
0: yeah spotify and band mm. camp and apple music or wherever you okay. get your music yeah. there's, there's there's yeah so I, I did an album in 2020 i did a single in 2021 and um yeah i've got christmas thing coming out this year and i've got um some new singles coming out in the new year i think probably february and march time i'll release there's just there's two with videos and stuff just to again just kind of move the, the thing forward just a bit just the, the overall perception, I guess.
1: Oh yeah. But are there instruments that uh, you specifically enjoy playing? You know, other instruments that you specifically enjoy uh, playing with, with the with the bagpipes?
0: Yeah, I think like, um, there's quite a, a, in Glasgow, certainly, or in Scotland, there's like a kind of session culture where you'd play, um, you know, everyone would get together and like, normally, it's normally a pub, but (laughs) you get together in a pub and you would play like everyone would know the same tune and you'd all play together so that would be with like normally fiddles or violins fiddles um and then i would play pipes and then there's guitars piano kind of drums normally like baran kind of drums instead of instead of like the drum kit and then outside of that if you're playing the band that I've, i've built is drum kit electric bass kind of keys fiddle and me playing pipes so it's it's like, it's like a band but that that you need to be plugged in for that because it's quite loud whereas oh, like okay. the session thing it's a bit it's a bit more kind of like social music in in the corner of a pub where you get bagpipes different types of bagpipes that are kind of um less less abrasive um oh, okay. so you, you they're more more kind of feasible for playing with other people but i mm-hmm. know i often just play the big Mm -hmm. instrument anyway because that's that's what that's what you play you know that that's my instrument sorry that i'm a bit louder
1: Mm. okay (laughs) but um thank you so much um ross this was so wonderful talking to you and uh so insightful really um uh, well
0: thanks for having me
1: yeah i absolutely love your approach to teaching uh because i i really believe that the more we can get children to enjoy instruments, and uh, you know, the more we will have audiences who appreciate music.
0: Yeah, no, I think so. I I think that too. I think it goes for anybody. I don't think it's just children. But yeah, I think I think if you start start them young, it means that there's there's going to be exactly. people to play. But there's lots of people mm-hmm. who who are kind of older who want to play as well. The bagpipes, particularly, it seems that it's a music like an instrument for all, which is which is really exciting for someone who plays. And it's great to see the instrument doing that. It feels like really positive mm-hmm. in, in a world where there's lots of negativity.
1: <laughs> exactly. No, but I um, specifically like the way you do it also on your social media because it, even for me, you know, I I am used to, well, because I lived in England also, so you're used to hearing bagpipes in this formal sort of setting and you've just, you know, changed it and uh, for me. And just hearing how you can do it, you know, and and on a lighter, in a lighter way. So, I really enjoy your your page, your Instagram page.
0: Oh, thank you. Cheers. Well, hopefully, I'll have have more for you to to watch as as we go as
1: well. <laughs> I'll 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 see over Christmas time what you get up to.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. That's great. Okay. Well, th- th- yeah. Thanks no. so much for having me. Cheers.
1: It's a great pleasure. And whenever you come to Vienna, please let me know. Maybe you come do a concert here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've I've played in Vienna before. Um really? a, few, a few years ago. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've got I've got a, f- a friend who plays the bagpipes actually, who's from from Vienna as well, or oh, from wow. near, near Vienna anyway. He, yeah, he, yeah. He moved to Scotland about ten years ago, and that more. will be more than ten years ago now and um he's really really embraced the. he played came and played with the pipe band and then he really embraced the kind of culture he moved to the western isles and learnt the gallic language and things and I mean, yeah nice. i still see him now it's 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 fun okay right
1: have That's a lovely well afternoon. thanks so much okay thanks bye cheers thank
0: you you too see you later right bye-bye. bye bye